All right, what's happening? I believe we're, oh, sorry, I lost the screen there for a second. We are live. What's up, uh, Ward Wrestling Live, man? I have, uh, you, you might have seen last week, I had one half of the Sam and Swisher show. Uh, today, I've got the other half of that dynamic duo, uh, Sam Herring from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, he is a hammer on the wrestling mat, six-time Tennessee champ, two-time 32, two-time Tulsa All-American, co-founder of this HMA show. Uh, he and his uh, he and his partner won Journalist of the Year in uh, 2020, so that's pretty dope. And he's here with us today, man. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. I had your boy last week, and and now we get you on, so that's really cool. Yes, sir. I'm I'm very excited to to join you. Yeah, I, I like your fancy studio there. Thank you. I like it too. Um, just <laughs> been working on it lately. Tony Rotundo is our sponsor, and he's he's been instrumental in helping me get set up and everything. Yeah, uh, someone told me that he does like pictures and stuff. And, and mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a number one photographer, wrestling photographer there is. Oh, awesome. Well, that's really cool. And uh, it's nice to get a sponsor. I'm hoping one day that happens for me. <laughs> so uh, Tony's, Tony's turned into more of a, a friend and a mentor than he is a sponsor right now. Um, he's, he's an incredible human being super grateful to to have met him and we would not be anywhere near where we would be right now or where we are right now without him yeah it's got to help because I know I, I don't do like the blogging stuff yet because mm -hmm. I have enough to do but um it's got to be it's got to help when you have someone like that sending some dope pictures to be able. To it really is yeah that's uh, something I never thought about when we started the podcast but having having the pictures for free and and these pictures back here all his um it's, it's really, really cool. Nice. And uh, I mean, it's, he's got to be able to find you some good people to come on to. I mean, he's probably, look who he's following. Oh, yeah. So, so Jordan Burroughs, our biggest guest was, was all him. Um, he, he set me up with that one. That was fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, I've been blessed to talk to some pretty cool people and, uh, and, but it was never my intention, right? My intention was just to talk to the wrestling community and it's turned out where a lot of different people are coming on so it's been uh, definitely a blessing but i love what, i love what you guys are doing man uh you keep doing it keep doing your thing i know you guys are in school and young so uh you still got your education your career your wrestling but man i keep keep having the fun you're having and putting out the content it's great stuff uh, i know today uh, will, yeah yeah if, if anybody doesn't know uh they just posted up a great uh, a great interview with Sammy Sasso of Ohio State. So uh, go to their page, Home Mat Advantage on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Rockfin. Uh, they're on all those platforms. So uh, great, uh, great content coming. And, uh, you know, we talked before the show, there's more, there's more better. That's, that's my English today. There's more better mm -hmm. content coming. Uh, so we're good. But anyway, man, obviously with the whole, uh, with the whole COVID, man, have you been stuck at home for the most part, or have you been able to get out and, and roll around? So um, <clears throat> I've I've gotten out a good bit this summer, um, traveling to camps and tournaments and stuff. But originally, yeah, we were pretty much stuck to our house. Um, I'm homeschooled, and so is Jude. And so you know the the COVID and everything really, other than wrestling, wasn't much of a big change for us. And um, and living in Memphis, the, the wrestling isn't too big of a deal. Um, so our wrestling is mainly done from home, our training. Me and my little brother wrestle a lot at home. 
Um, so just having time to myself, having no school, having everybody being at home, I actually would say my training was, was improved and I had better training, um, during the, the quarantine. Oh, wow. Well, good for you. I, I had a, uh, I had a guy on yesterday, uh, coach Boskin, who's, uh, yes, coach Boskin, uh, Tennessee. He's, he seems to be doing really good things in Tennessee with wrestling. He's, he's doing great things. Coach Boskin's one of my favorite coaches. I actually got to go over there this June. Um, and yeah, he's, he's an incredible coach. One of the best in the country for sure. Yeah, he says he's got like a really cool barn set up for the kids. And he does, yeah. Bunk beds, and uh, uh, I like how how he says, "Man, you're with me for three days, so if you don't get it, I'm not letting you go to sleep. We're gonna keep doing it and doing it and doing it until you right. get it." Uh, yeah. Big for him. He's, uh, he's got incredible philosophies and and uh, procedures for for getting better, and I love I love going to his place. And this summer is really cool that he he got that barn set up and. Um, yeah, he runs some incredible camps and and has some great technique. Yeah, he was uh, he was awesome to talk to yesterday, man. It was really cool. So uh, anyway, I guess we can just sit here and talk for hours, right? And we'll just let people. We really could. Yeah. But uh, I know people want to hear the story of, of HMA and how it started. Obviously, the uh, you're sitting there. I mean, you know, I've heard a little bit about it. You you'd always harass the guys on the radio show and and hit them up and 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 you know, not harass in a bad way, but just kind of always be always be asking questions and stuff and then you're, you're at the scuffle you don't expect it and they find out you're there and next thing you know your life changes but go ahead and talk about it man yeah. it's a pretty cool story so I guess we'll just start at the beginning um and that would be me being an absolute wrestling fanatic and when I was little I absolutely loved wrestling when I started six years old and from then on from the first day I stepped foot on the mat I, I had a passion for it and I knew it. And, um, as I, as I got older, the passion grew. Um, and I started to, even when I didn't have practice, I would want to be involved in wrestling. And so I'd grab my little brother and I'd go wrestle with him. But when he wasn't wanting to wrestle me, I'd, I'd be like, hmm, I wonder what I can do now. So I'd get on online and on my mom's phone or something and, and look at flow wrestling and, and look at the best wrestlers on YouTube and all that. And as I started to, um, to get more involved with that, I started to build knowledge of who the top wrestlers were, their stats and, and how, uh, their styles, what their styles look like, stuff like that. And, um, and so really without me knowing it, I started to build this big knowledge base of the sport of wrestling. And this was, I was around 10 years old when, when, uh, it really all started to get bigger and bigger and so I was on flow constantly all day long when I wasn't I would finish school as fast as I can like I said I'm homeschooled so I'd finish school as fast as I can try to wrestle with my little brother and get on flow wrestling and I'd watch my opponents I'd watch Jordan Burroughs I'm gonna pin my little brother in eight seconds so I can get on (laughs) well so I I I love I love wrestling first and foremost so as long as my little brother would wrestle with me I'd wrestle with him and then flow would be kind of the second second option um, so it, it really benefited my wrestler. I've turned into my, I, my style in wrestling would, is very technical. Um, and so watching all the film and watching all the matches and interviews and all that has really improved my wrestling, but also it gave me this understanding of the sport that most other kids don't have. 
And so as I started to get on Flow, I couldn't help but notice um, Flow Wrestling Radio Live. It went up every Tuesday and Thursday. And, um, and so when I had watched everything, read all the articles on the site, that was the next thing to do. And um, I, I started watching it around 11, 11 years old, maybe 12. And, um, and they kept talking about questions at the end of the show. And I was like, questions? You get to send in questions? So <laughs> I, was, I was 11 at the time. I barely knew what social media was. I didn't, I didn't really get it. But um, I figured out that they were sending in questions from Twitter. So I knew my mom had a Twitter account. I didn't have a phone. So I, I would take my mom's phone and ask questions every, like the night before the show. And I had sent in all the questions that I had. And that was like my output for my wrestling knowledge. That's where I gave my discussions. That's where I had it. Right now it's the podcast. So I really don't send in questions. And I, I listened to FRL, but not nearly as much as I did. Um, but that was my output for my wrestling knowledge uh, on the higher level. And so I would send in my questions, send in my questions, and they would answer them. And it would be from Shannon Herring, and there's the question. So um, I would follow all the wrestling accounts. My mom, like a thousand wrestling <laughs> people, and my mom's Twitter feed was all jacked up, and she was not happy. So she told me to create my own account, and uh, and so that's where it, that's where it launched off. I'd ask questions from my own account, and there was one question that seemed to make them know who I am, and. Uh, it's a really funny episode. I, I should probably post it on social media again sometime, but it's really hilarious. So um, the question was if they would add, uh, if they have edder, ugh, if they have ever considered adding middle school to who's number one, which is one of their biggest events. They bring in high school wrestlers and uh, it's like the top guys and they battle for the number one spot in the country. Um, so I was asking if they would consider adding middle school to who's number one. And I asked it week after week, but they would never ask it on the show. And so they have two shows a week. I asked it for probably about three or four weeks straight. So like six, six to eight times I asked this question without, without an answer. And I was just, I wasn't like mad at them. I just wanted to have the question answered. When I asked questions, it was because this, these are discussions I wanted to. So you just, you just continued to send it. I just kept asking it. And, um, I, yeah, there was no anger involved. I just wanted to hear him talk about it. So I thought if I kept asking it, maybe they'd, they'd answer it someday. So one day they decided to answer it. And Christian Piles is, is like the lead guy in Flow Wrestling Radio Live. And he, he asks it and he goes, I really just want to answer this question because this guy keeps asking it. So maybe he'll stop asking it once we, once we read it out loud. And so they read it and then they're like, I wonder why this guy wants, wants to um, who's number one in middle school. Maybe he's, cause they, they didn't realize I was a kid at the time. So there, there are no kids asking questions. Um, I was like and, the only one. And there's the nobody asking about middle school to them. Right. So. And so what they thought was I was a coach and I had a really good middle schooler. And so they kept suggesting, I was like, I wonder every, you guys look up who Sam Herring is, see, see where he's coaching or something like that. <laughs> so they, so they kind of did some research and figured out. So my Twitter handle is Sam wise, 2006. Right. So they, so they saw that and they were like, wait a second, this is a kid. And so their first thought was that uh, they want, they thought I wanted to wrestle on who's number one. But the reality is I just wanted to see like the top level middle school kids wrestle. Cause it, I, I'm really um, possibly you could consider me as the top in the country right now. But at the time I was, I was not there. And um, so I really wouldn't have a chance to wrestle in that, but I just wanted to see the top level guys wrestle. And so they thought it was the funniest thing that they had 
not realized I was a kid and they thought I was an adult. And so then they kind of knew who I was from there. So when I asked my questions, they're like, our guy, the kid. Um, <laughs> and so they got to know me a little bit. I'd talk to him sometimes, but it really wasn't much. And they asked me this, this kind of lined up with the scuffle. They knew I was from Tennessee. So they asked if I was going to be at the Southern scuffle, which was in Chattanooga. It's about five hours away from me. Um, but that weekend Southern scuffle is weird. It's like a Tuesday, Wednesday tournament. Um, and it lines up with the beginning of the year. So new year's. Um, it's a really, really fun tournament, but that was, I'd never been to a college tournament, big high school meet, anything. I'd just been to my own competitions. And, um, and so they asked me, Sam, are you going to the Southern scuffle? Um, cause I would see him there. And I was like, mama, can we go? And I, I, I begged my parents. Um, and it actually worked out really well because I was competing in, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's Dixie nationals in Atlanta. I was competing in that the weekend before. The only, so, reason I, the only reason I heard about it is because we had a heavyweight mm -hmm. and he went up there and they messed with him for like two years because he showed up and he won the one weight class because there was nobody in it. And then he, he wrestled <laughs> two out of three in the next weight class and he won both matches. So he came back with two like whatever, like top Dixie national winners in two weight classes. That's so, funny. Uh, for two matches so we so we we always busted his chops for like two years hey that's the dixie champ two-time dixie weight class we that's hilarious him. so go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't um, no no you're fine you're fine um but so it, it ended up working out really well so we we're in atlanta which is like two hours away from chattanooga so we wrestled in atlanta spent time with my spent some time with my grandmother who was in um georgia and then we drove up to uh to Chattanooga for the scuffle and I was like I say a kid in the candy store but I was a kid in the southern scuffle and um I was starstruck it was it was incredible I'd never seen this many top level wrestlers like I'm looking around and um and these guys I know every single one of them and I can read off this their stats like I knew a lot about the guys there and um and Christian had told me like hey, if you're coming, we might grab an interview with you, ask you like your thoughts on the tournament or something. So I was stoked about that. I was like, wow, Flow Wrestling's going to interview me. How cool. Um, yeah, I'd but, be that way now. <laughs> but um, it was, I was like mind blown that they would take time to ask me who I thought was going to win a weight class or something like that. And um, so I walked down there and introduced myself to him. And I talked to Christian for about 20, 30 minutes when I first got down there. And um and guys would just be walking up to Christian to talk to him. It'd be like Tony Ramos just walks up the stairs and says, Hey, and like, Hey Sam, how's it going? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Tony <laughs> Ramos knows who I am. And, um, it was, it was wild. And as I talked to Christian, he, I guess he kind of, um, realized how much wrestling knowledge I did have. And, um, and then he posted a picture on Twitter with me and him and said, we finally got to meet him. Um, and all the comments were like, let him commentate, let him commentate, put him on a mat and commentate. So, um, I, I left, we went upstairs and, and the tournament was kind of over for the day. And I went back to, um, we we're staying at a friend's house there. And so I went back and I checked Twitter and my phone was completely blown up, like a hundred followers in a, an hour or so. And, um, and everybody's telling me I need to commentate. And Christian was like, Hey, maybe we do. So I had a practice the next morning. So I was going to be late to make it there. 
So I had a practice at one of the, the prep schools in, in Tennessee and Chattanooga. So I, I wrestled there in the morning and we drove over to Chattanooga at the, at the scuffle. And, um, and once I get out of the practice, I pull out my phone and I look at it and it's like, Christian texts me like, Hey, um, are you coming today? And do you want to commentate? And I was like, um, yeah, I'll be over there as quick as I can. And yes, I do. <laughs> so he sat me down on one of the consolation mats and, um, put a head headset on me and I just started commentating. I had, I just had my phone in my hand and I was looking at the mat, just sitting down on the floor next to it. And, um, and I just started commentating. Like, I think it was about five or six matches. Um, and I checked my phone when I got back 200 followers and everybody's blowing up. Like who is this kid commentating on Matt Four? like, That's and awesome. I couldn't believe it. And they were all, everybody loved it. And they were like, we need more have them commentate more. So I commentated a, a few more consolation rounds. And then Christian um, came up and, and asked if I wanted to commentate the flow zone for the semifinals. Um, so I got to commentate the semifinals of the scuffle that year. Er, and it was uh, like the live stream and it was so much fun. I had the time of my life. And by the end of the weekend, I had 1500 Twitter followers and I had like 62 when I got there. Yeah. Um, that. Jude said, man, his phone just lit up. <laughs> yeah, it did. And um, so Jude, Jude and I had actually been talking for a while um, up to this. And he texted me that night and was like, uh, Sam, I didn't realize you were number one that good with like wrestling knowledge. And then number two, like, you better turn off your notifications because your followers are going nuts. <laughs> and um it was funny. It was like, remember me when, when you get famous or something, it was really funny. And, um, so we, we kept talking and we threw around the idea of starting on podcast and it was more of a joke. Like, Hey, wouldn't it be funny if like two kids started a podcast and, um, and we were morally merely, uh, pretty much just joking with it. And, um, I, Jude and I both listened to a bunch of podcasts and at the end of one of the podcasts I was listening to about like, it was a mentality one from a author of a book I read. That's how, that's how out of like wild out of the range that this podcast was started from. But I was listening to a podcast that an author of a book I read had. And at the end of it, it had like a little anchor ad. And it was like, make your podcast for free, really easy. You don't really have to do anything. I was like, um, okay, let me look up this anchor thing. Right. So I look it up and I'm like, um, Jude, maybe we could do this because at first we, we were joking with the idea and we thought we could never do it because we thought it'd cost money and that it'd be too hard for us to figure out how to do it. But we figured out how easy it was to, to do. And we were like, Hey, we might, we might should start this. And how, uh, bad, how bad was that first one? Yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't great. It was pretty bad. I know Jude talked about it a lot when he came on, but, um, it was not a good episode. We, we ended up deleting it, not because it was bad, but just because the, the point of the episode was like for an introduction episode. And we talked about like our plans for the podcast and it was totally different than what we ended up doing. Um, we like talked about things that we thought we were going to talk about. That was not at all what we ended up doing. So we just decided to delete it. It had no purpose. Um, so you can't find that anywhere. Um, but it was pretty bad. We didn't know we were talking over each other. And it was like seven minutes long. It was, it was pretty bad. Um, but our first real episode was recapping the NCAAs. And um, Jude and I were, were arguing a lot about 
he he wanted it to be i know you talked about it when he came on but he wanted it to be like 15 20 minutes long and we wanted to recap the ncaa tournament and i don't know if you've if you've ever followed an ncaa tournament but if if you and i watched the ncaa tournament we decided to have a recap show if we wanted we could talk for four and a half hours about the ncaa tournament it has so many crazy matches the ncaa tournament's wild jude says all right sam we got 15 minutes and i look at him like what in the world are you thinking um and so he actually ended up cutting me off before heavyweight so heavyweights got anthony Cassar got cheated um but it was really weird. We got we worked through that, and we had, um, yeah, that's that's the story of how HMA got started. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. Um, <clears throat> it's pretty awesome, uh, the whole story. And I, you know, I've gotten uh, I've gotten pieces from you and pieces from him, and it kind of creates the whole thing. And it's pretty awesome. I, I uh, Bud Hennenball's on here, uh, saying really really good things about you. And uh, one thing he said was Sam's a rock star and what is good about the future of wrestling. Um, so uh, Bud sent you, Keith Davis shouted you out. I love um, Keith Davis, he's awesome. And Bud, uh, it's pretty cool. I've never been to uh, to an NCAA tournament. So uh, Bud has been a, a, an amazing supporter. I can't say enough of, of uh, I mean, he's been reached, reached out to me from like almost day one and just has really supported me through the whole process. And uh, it's really cool. he told me, uh, you need to come to the scuffle. I got you. Come to the scuffle. I got you. You got to so, come to the scuffle. It's so, so much uh, fun. Maybe you and I both will be sitting there on press row together and we'll, we'll do oh, some yeah. shit together. And I, I have no idea. So so I'll be like, and he's jumping off the top rope. And you'll be like, dude, that's a high crotch. This is not the <laughs> WWF. <right? laughs> That'd be funny. Um, but no, I went back to the scuffle this year again. And I already had a podcast. I felt a lot more comfortable. I'd been to a couple D1 events and covered them for HMA since then. I felt a lot more comfortable when I got there. And um, I knew coaches there and I knew the athletes and they knew me. It was, it was really cool. It was a totally different experience. And when I got there, I knew I was going to be commentating. And basically I was just um, running around for flow, getting all the matches I could all day long. And um, props to those guys because let me tell you, trying to find like the best matches to commentate and literally running between mats, calling matches and everywhere, like one match enough is pretty stressful. You got a bunch of people listening to you, but then when you're doing it all day long and running back and forth and looking on your phone, tracking like what the ne- next match is and where you need to be at what mat all day long from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., that's exhausting. And those guys do it at every turn and that's their job. So um, props to those guys. But I had a lot of fun this year because – I knew I was doing it. I felt comfortable, but my followers skyrocketed once again. And um, I think they went up another thousand, um, which is, which is really cool. Um, or so a thousand or so, but. You, uh, um, did you, did you do it? Uh, did you do it through HMA or you did it for them again? No, I did it for flow again. So I went there and I had a, I had a media credential for HMA. Um, but when I got there, I was basically flows, servant almost like whatever y'all want me to do i'm i'm there and i'm doing it and i'm gonna do it as as well as i can so um you'll have to teach me how to get the credentials at these tournaments because you know one of my one of my um one of the things i want to do when uh you know we're down in florida so the the cases are a little a little higher up than um than rest of the country so my Mm -hmm. wife's a little more strict down here for us but one of the uh one of the one of my goals is when i get 
out of the house and I get to go back to clubs and tournaments and stuff. And, and I just think it'll be, you know, obviously you don't need media credentials for just the local high school stuff. That's fun. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but for the bigger stuff, I want to get out there and just, I don't know, you kind of see my show, right. I'm not really professional. I got no inhibitions. I just kind of go with it. Sometimes I curse most of the time I curse. Okay. All the time I curse, but, but, but it's, it's way cool, but I, I want to bring that kind of personality um, outside of here too, you know, just kind of yeah. being, being a fool, talking to these guys when they get off the mat, um, you know, trying to think up questions that are a little off, you know, not the same. Well, uh, how did you feel about your high crotch today, Johnny? Well, it was a good one. I ducked under before I grabbed his elbow and then I came around like, I don't, I don't want to ask him different stuff. Right. So. Right. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be fun, but uh, man, uh, Bud said we can have you guys sit together if we have the scuffle this year. So that'd be fantastic. Uh, I'm excited. I really, fun. really hope we do. Um, yeah, uh, uh, and thank you for for you and Jude and Jacob for all the support you've shown me over over my time that I've been doing this. And man, I really appreciate it. It's it's super cool to uh, just to get support from people doing what you're doing and not mm -hmm. trying to compete, you know, like I, I try and tell Absolutely. people, I'm yeah. not trying to, I just want to be the best I can be and, and have a voice, but I, I don't want to be, we shouldn't be competing. We should all have the same goal. So. And know. that's the cool thing about the position that Jude and I are in is um, we're kids. This is not our living. We're, we have a roof over our heads and food on our, on our table. And this is just totally for fun for us. So we don't have any pressure to do it. We just, we love talking to each other about wrestling and we love talking to um, the high level wrestlers and we've had a lot come from it, but at the end of the day, it's just two kids who love wrestling talking about it. And, um, and so there's really no pressure. We, we don't feel like we're trying to compete with everyone else. And so um, I think it makes it a lot easier for us to, to talk with you and, and, and uh, come on your show and, talk with a lot of the other podcasters in the world and learn from them and, and see if I can offer them any help too. Um, which it's normally the other way around, but I, d I do like to, to talk with other guys. Yeah. And I mean, take advantage of it. Cause uh, be, you know, being a kid is an advantage, you know, a lot of people like to like to like to hear from kids and see how smart the kid is. And Oh my God, he's so cute. He's talking wrestling. Oh my God. Yeah, right. We get that a lot. <laughs> they all love that. Uh, uh, Daniel, she two favorite wrestling media personalities. You guys are awesome. Uh, and my brain is too clueless for you guys. Great stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Thanks Daniel. Um, with that being said, I think you went through, we, we went, we went through the story. We went through calling the scuffle. We went through uh, friendship with Jude. You just talked about basically growing HMA and your goals and stuff. Um, kind of right now, the goal is just have fun, talk wrestling and, and get yeah. to college and, and be great. Right. Um, and it'll it's be growing of a lot too. Like with, with, with Jacob and Jack and Seth um, being like another arm for HMA. And we've, we just launched a wrestle like a girl um, kind of umbrella of HMA wrestling. And um, it's, it's growing really fast and it's really, really cool to see the support around it. And um, for a while we talked about another podcast that we we're thinking about starting, but we had a few, um, a few problems, a few bumps along the road, but um, the, the growth has been insane. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw how I started 
uh, women on the mat. Mm -hmm. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if uh, I had, uh, I sent a message to wrestle like a girl to their affiliate program. So we'll see if they mm -hmm. hit me up, but um, yeah, I did, I did try to, and it's not really a separate, I, I separated it as far as my background, the logo, you know, get, did you know about the ladies? Cause I think we need to shout them out. And I just wanted it to be where you can go to see these high level women that are kicking ass. Right. Um, right. So I just wanted to make it a little different there. It's the same for yeah. wrestling live. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just a different segment. You know what I mean? That's kind of so, what we, a little bit what we've done. So um, basically what we're doing is we partnered with wrestle like a girl. And if you, if you picture it, I guess it's, it's, Home Mat Advantage is the overarching organization. It's like the brand. Um, but under it, we have the HMA podcast, which is just Jude and I or Mason Beckman talking about wrestling. The HMA interviews, that's just solely like the people that we bring on for interviews. We have HMA Fantasy, which stay tuned. We might have a, a little bit of a name change for that, but um, that's that's right now. And then we have, we partnered with Wrestle Like a Girl to um, to get some content and some attention to women's wrestling. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I, listen, I've been reaching out to them. I reached out to them too. Uh, I think we should all be, be helping wrestle like a girl. So uh, I think that's great. Keep doing your thing and uh, uh, whatever I can, whatever I can do with you, I'll, I'd be happy to do it. But uh, I talked about, so we, we talked about your show. We talked about your friendship. We talked about all that. Um, but man, let's get real. You're one of the best wrestlers in the country. And uh, talk about your your career and 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 I mean six time Tennessee champ. You've already been an All American twice at Tulsa, and you're in what grade? Uh, rising seventh grade. You're rising seventh grade, and you've already done that. So, um, pretty damn good. What you know? What makes you so great? When, when did you start out? Uh, who have your parents put you around uh, to make sure that you can excel? Well, first, first of all, there's still a lot, a lot, a lot of room to grow. Um, still not anywhere close to where I want to be, but um, yeah. So I started, like I said, when I was six, six years old, um, my dad wrestled for the Air Force Academy in college. Um, and I am the fifth or sixth child out of seven kids um, in my family. So uh, very, very big family, but um, I'm one of the youngest. So we didn't start wrestling until we moved. My family used to live in Jacksonville area. Um, and my dad is, is a pilot for FedEx. So we ended up moving to, to Memphis where he could work with FedEx. And, um, and so my older brother, me and my little brother all started wrestling when I was six. My older brother was 11 and my little brother was four. And we all started wrestling together at the, at the local club. Uh, wave wrestling club and my dad my dad saw it he'd always wanted to get his kids involved in wrestling um but this was the first time when there was a really solid club around and um and there was a good opportunity for us to do it so we got started and like I said when I when I stepped foot on the mat and I had my first practice I knew right away I loved it and um I wasn't too mature. I mean, obviously I was six, but I was mature enough to be like, okay, this is fantastic. And I want to spend the rest of my life doing this. And, <laughs> awesome. um, and so 
I loved it immediately. My older brother, my little brother, obviously my little brother's four, so he really didn't know what was going on. But my older brother really didn't have that same passion. Um, but when when we first started, I was uh, I was wild. I couldn't get enough. Um, and I think that's probably like you asked what what makes me good at wrestling, and um, I'd say that's probably the biggest thing. I love it. I think I love wrestling more than anybody. Um, there's still hurdles that I have to jump. Um, that's not the only thing that's going to make you great. I still have to um, find the best partners, find the best coaches and, and work my butt off. But um, that's an advantage that I have. And um, I don't think there's anybody that I'm competing against that loves this sport more than I do. Um, and so because of that, I'm, I think it's cheap and I'm cutting the sport um, down if I don't give it all I have. And so that advantage that I have is, is really helpful. Um, so I'd say that's probably what makes me great or, have or at you least and, good. Uh, have you and Jude rolled? We have not. Um, so I got up there a couple weeks ago for the first time ever to like go to his house. Uh, we covered final X was the first time we ever met, but, um, we really did. So he got there late cause he had some, some stuff in state college, but I had been there for the, for a couple of days, um, just covering the, the event. And he got there for the last session. It was like the, the big session. And um, he got there to cover it. And it was two hours. And we were both working. We were working really hard, scrambling around the arena for interviews and writing up stuff and notes and stuff. So we really did not get to talk or hang out with each other. It was basically like, hey, Jude, good to see you, man. All right, let's get to work. Um, <laughs> so we really didn't get to speak to each other, hang out. But then this time, we went over to his house and spend spend some time our families got to spend some time with each other and um and we hung out for for that night and we went to m2 practice but my back was was injured and um so I wasn't able to do wrestling we didn't get to roll around I really wish we did so you that means if you had both families in that house that means there was like 72 kids right right well because not my entire family was there. It's just me and my little brother but um <laughs> Yeah, my older siblings are, are pretty spread out right now, but it was just... Doesn't he have a huge family too? He does. He has, um, I think, I just guessing, or at least I, I think I remember he has six kids in his family and he's the oldest. So um, yeah, 13 combined between us. And um, yeah, we, I mean, it's crazy. We can spend an hour telling you about how, all these similarities we have, which is, it's really weird that we just, by chance met on Twitter and there's so many similarities between us. Yeah. He said that he goes, I, it was just, it, it was a blessing. I, I know you guys are, are both followers of Christ. Really, 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 really mm -hmm. passionate about that. And um, he said, it's just, it's just crazy. You know, God puts us, put us together and it, it just, we're best friends for life now. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So yeah. And we've yeah. met each other, like really got to talk to each other and, and meet each other one time. And we're best friends. Like, yeah. And I asked him about it because I said, didn't I see you guys together? And he's like, yeah. And he, his face lit up. He was so happy that you guys finally got to hang out. So it was, it was fantastic. I, I'm so glad we got to do it. And I, I hope we get to do it more. Yeah. And he's a, he's a couple years older than you, right? He is. I think he's, um, he's 16 right now and I'm 14. Nice. Wow. You're 14 and only going into seventh grade. Yeah, so I just turned 14, and um, I think the plan is to to hold back this year. Ah, I see what he's doing. 
this way you'll be like 22 and you'll be wrestling mm-hmm. as, a freshman. <laughs> as a freshman yeah <laughs> exactly that's cool that's cool man so this this uh uh randy waddle ask sam about the virtual bible studies he has organized and leads for a bunch of adult wrestlers randy he mr Whitel is my dad's um i think fraternity brother in college and uh he coaches he coaches in florida um but the bible app is is something i've been using a lot and it's really cool i get to i've actually done some some bible studies with coaches and, and athletes um around the country wrestlers um the UPenn coaching staff has been like the RTC and everything I've done a lot with and um, some coaches at UVA, but um, yeah, it's, it's really cool that I get to be, uh, I guess I get to see their wisdom. I get to hear their wisdom um, specifically about their faith. It's, it's really, really cool. And I learn a lot from those guys and um, the technology that we have today is is crazy that I get to have my best friend I've met one time in my life um for like a couple hours that's wild or I guess two times um but that's wild and then I get to do bible studies like over an app with some of the some of the best athletes in the country and in the world um and I get to hear their wisdom and I get to be exposed to that um I'm just so grateful for for all that we have today and that's awesome so um for people out there listening that that uh, that would like to jump on your Bible studies, how do they do that? To find me on the Bible app, um, just I'm Sam Herring, and um, I do Bible Bible studies all the time um, with people. We're reading through Matthew right now, and uh, I try to organize them and and balance um, to go with the time. Find good Bible plans to go with, and we have great discussions. So just find me on the the Bible app U version. Nice, yeah, and. Uh... I found uh, I found his favorite uh, proverb there. We threw it up. Uh, really cool. It may be my new favorite one now that I now that I read it. But yeah, uh, I love that verse. The horse is made for the day of battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. Proverbs twenty one thirty two. Pretty powerful there. So awesome. so so not to not to be a, a stickler, but it's Proverbs twenty one thirty one for for anyone who wants to look it up. Um, oh. Very close. Very close. Thirty two is a good verse as well, but. I didn't have my glasses on when I copied it for you, I, but I, I found it on your, um, I think it's on your. Uh, Was it a track profile? Yes. Let's see. Yeah. Um, I'm supposed to wear my glasses. My wife tells me that, but I always forget. I look at you with one eye. That's funny. Oh, it does say um, 2131. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Well, if you look up 2132, you'll find it. It's right next to it. Yeah, it's right next to it. And 32 <laughs> is a great verse as well. I All joke right. about it. So my favorite, my favorite Bible verse right now is in Psalms. I don't, I'm not totally sure what it is, but it's the verse that says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Um, and it's my favorite verse right now because um, my family actually had COVID in March, like at the beginning of March before anything really happened. We didn't really know what it was. Um, but since then, I still don't have my smell back. Um, so I always, I always laugh at that verse because it doesn't say smell. It says taste and see that the Lord is good. So I'm still good. I'm still all good because I can taste and I can see that the Lord is good. Maybe not be able to smell, but um, I, I believe he is. So that's, that's the kind of like my joke, favorite Bible verse right now. 
Nice. Well, um, my bad on the 2132. It's my eyesight. No, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, good. I'm glad you corrected me. So, uh, all right. Are you, are you ready for the 10 questions? I mean, or we can yes, just, I am. we can just keep talking till like dinner time if you want. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm ready for whatever you got. All right. Uh, barbecue nachos or barbecue spaghetti? Uh, that's really good. Barbecue nachos. Stick right. to normal spaghetti. <laughs> Steber or Dake? Uh, Steber. I love his top game. I love his top game. All right. You go chopped pork or pulled pork? Pulled pork. Man, you live in the best barbecue place in the country, right? Yes, I do. In the world. In the world. In the world. All right. I, I think you probably heard us talk about this on the on your fantasy show. Uh, Gross or Lee? It, who would win in a match? Yes. Boy, you're putting me in a tough spot there. Um, <laughs> and no comment. Okay, perfect. No comment. <laughs> you can put. You can say push. Uh, fried chicken or spicy chicken? Oh, uh, spicy fried chicken. All right. Pat Smith or Jordan Burroughs? Who's a better wrestler? If they were to go head to head. Uh, Jordan Burroughs. I'm sorry. Wrestling's evolved too much. And um, especially if it were in freestyle, Pat didn't have much success outside of college. All right. Glazed donut or maple bacon donut? Mm, glazed. Ugh. <laughs> they said maple bacon donuts famous in Memphis. They are, but I'm not, not, I'm not too big into that. Let's keep it normal. All right. Yanni versus Zane. Yanni. I'm a big Yanni fan. Let's go baby backs or brisket. Baby backs for sure. Love Without a doubt. Sanderson or nickel. Uh, Kale would, Kale would win that one. I don't think it'd be very pretty either. (laughs) As much of a beast as Nick. I I think Kale still wins those battles in the room. Yeah. He's, he's just from another planet, huh? Mm -hmm. Was that your first time up at M2? Second time. I've been up there a couple years ago for like right before David actually right before David wrestled in Final X for the first time I was up there like that week. Did you um do you, were you in the room with Jude and you didn't know him yet? Probably. <laughs> That's pretty cool, right? I don't I don't think we've like looked at the dates to see if we were both there, but the chances are high that we were both in that room. Yeah, I was talking to uh I was talking to him a little bit so my son turns 15 next month mm-hmm. and uh, he's very young for his grade. He's starting 10th grade. So, um, but he, he wrestled 138 this year. Uh, since we've been stuck home all, all summer, he's been working out. So he's probably walking around at like 157, 158 right now, but uh, he'll probably lean out to mid 140s, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, right around Jude's area. Right. Yeah. And uh, I told Jude, man, it'd be really dope to, uh, once, once we get some sort of normalcy back to, to have him come up there and, and let him kind of learn, you know, learn from Jude. I mean, Jude's a beast, right? He's a beast. Yeah. So I'd uh, whip him though. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, I think he would admit that. Uh, no, all jokes aside, he'd probably kill me in a match. Yeah. Uh, fourth in Tennessee and I mean, fourth in PA at his age is, I mean, that's, that's the Mecca of wrestling, right? Yeah. 
Right. Oh yeah. I mean, no, no diss to Tennessee, but um, if I lived in Pennsylvania, I'm pretty dang sure I would not have the same, um, same stats. Hey, well, now you got someone you can go hang out with. Oh yeah. That's pretty awesome. Hey man, I, I could sit and talk to you. I was telling Jude the same thing, man. I could just talk to you guys forever because I learned so much talking to you guys, you know, uh, young men, but, but you guys are so smart and it reminds, you know, I watch my son all the time. He's always watching flow and he's always breaking down matches and he's always kind of doing that stuff. And he's just, he's become a nerd uh, of the sport. And I, I think like a lot of people say, man, uh, watch that tape, watch that tape. It's, it's almost, it's almost as important as drilling and being on the mat just to. Yeah. I was talking to, I was talking to Maya Nelson today and, um, we talked to show she's been injured a lot throughout her career. And we got to talk a lot about what she does in rehab. And she said, film has been one of the biggest things that she's learned how to watch and learned how to break down because of all her injuries. And, um, it's, it's what's made me the wrestler that I am today. Um, like, like I said, I'm, I'm a very technical wrestler and that all comes from all the film that I watch. And do you, um, do you think that uh, do you think you'll always incorporate this into your life now? As like the media? Yeah. So Jude and I have talked about this a lot. We don't really want to face it because it's 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 really weird. But um, he's going to be going off to college in a couple years, and HMA is definitely going to dwindle. Um, when he's in college, I'm going to be managing it. I'm going to let him do what he wants to do if he ever wants to come back and and be a part of it. Total, he's totally welcome to, um, but I'm pretty sure he's going to focus all of his time on reaching his goals as a wrestler, and the same time is going to come for me. Um, but the cool thing is we're setting it up with Jacob and Mason Beckman and Jack and Seth and everybody that's a part of HMA right now that when we're in college and we're chasing Olympic dreams and stuff, um, it's still going to be able to run. It's going to be able to run on its own, and that's, that's kind of what we're trying to set it up for. And so when we, when we finish wrestling, we can come back to it if we want. We can leave it and go to our families and our jobs. Um, but right now, uh, we're trying to set it up that it can run when we're, when we're not here. But also, how cool will it be to, um, to kind of follow, follow that process with Jude and, and watch a kid go through the college process? It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. So I'm learning a lot from him. Um, I've, I've, we, he's calling me after every college coach calls him for recruiting and tells me everything. So um, all the guys that I talk to, I like, I like to talk about that. Cause I want to be ready for, for recruiting. Um, it's, I'm going to be in a really weird spot because I already know the coaches pretty well. I, the coaches know me. I know them. We already have a relationship in, in seventh grade. And so when I get to that point, where they're going to be calling me, recruiting me, it's going to be really weird. Um, and the weirdest part is going to be those two years, freshman and sophomore year, where I'm not allowed to talk to them. That's going to be the worst. I'm not excited for that. Yeah. Oh, you can't even do your show? I can't even do shows. So Jude, for these last couple of years, I, I, we've only been doing this podcast for about a year and a half. So Jude has not been able to talk to college coaches for that year and a half at all. Oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> Something. Well, uh, tomorrow I've got uh, Afsoon Johnston coming on, hmm. who is uh, who is awesome. She's the first women medalist, first woman medalist. Yeah, I don't know uh, her. 
She just had a book come out and uh, she'll be on tomorrow. So uh, pretty awesome. Very cool. I'll have to, uh, I'll refer to you when we're done. Awesome. That sounds great. uh, Man, thank you so much. Again, absolute honor to have both you guys on. uh, Had him on, I think last week or the week before, and then you this week. And man, just keep doing big things. Uh, I know you guys have with uh, Jacob, you got the fantasy going on. He's starting the ACC thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. um, You know, I, I told him if any of the ACC guys that I've had on, if he needs me to reach out to him for him, I'm happy to do so, you know. Uh, I hit him. Jacob, Jacob is just a blessing for us. He is one of, if not the hardest working, most determined content creators I've ever seen. He works so hard and I'm blown away by what he's able to do. Um, it, I'm really, really grateful to have him be a part of our team. Yeah, and he was the first person I thought of yesterday when I got to meet Mickey. Felipe, I keep messing up his name, but the first thing I said to him was, hey, I got this guy, but he's doing an ACC podcast. You got to get on his show. So, yeah, uh, I, I really hope Jacob um, does well with that podcast. I think he I think he has he's on to something. Well, I think the support that we we have for each other and referring each other people and helping each other out. I think that's how it grows. You know, that's how the support grows. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. You never know. Maybe Word Wrestling Live comes under your umbrella one day, right? Oh yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's hey, how, that's how it started with Jacob. He had he had his own podcast. It was called Tech Fall Fantasy, and that's how it started. He he has to be a part of HMA. Yeah, well, um, I'm building up a good following, so uh, I think. Yes, you are. You're doing a, and, you're uh, doing some great work. Really it'll amazing. be awesome. Yeah, man. Let's. Uh, I'll message you my cell, man, and we'll talk. And you know, I'd love to be able to uh, to do some things together. That'd be fun. That sounds good. All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your evening. Uh, God bless. Keep kicking life's ass. That's what I tell everybody. I, I can't seem to sell the shirt that says it on it, but but I, I got one out there. If anybody wants one, buy it, please. It's a nice shirt. I've got the PG version in the store. It says kicking butt. So for all you kids out there that want one, I got the I like PG that one. version too. I like that one. <laughs> all right, brother. You take it easy. Yes, sir. You as well.